Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 195 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. I was reading through a book. It's called Stockmanship and Range Health, and it was talking about what healthy ranges are. And oftentimes, I think, especially in the media today, uh, range and cattle are not portrayed in the best light. Oftentimes, when they are talking about range, they're talking about how it's overgrazed, it's been degraded, and it's not looking that healthy. When they talk about cattle, there's a lot of organizations out there right now want to do, do away with cattle because they fart so much. And so the overall ag industry is under attack a little bit, especially those the cattle side of it. And there's a desire to move away from it. But as I've been going through this book, it's reminded me that cattle are a large part of range health now. We've done away with those other animals like bison that used to do all the grazing and keep that range in good shape and healthy and since we've done away with those we've now have to rely on cattle oftentimes though cattle get a bad bad reputation and and even i start harping on cattle and and those who are putting cows out uh, cattle out on the range because oftentimes you go into these riparian areas and they are just destroyed cattle have been allowed to stay on these riparian areas they're uh, ruining the banks they start spreading out. All of a sudden, you got a lot less water because they've just caved in all the banks. And they just create a lot of problems. Uh, it's often bare ground near these riparian areas because they just sit there and they eat on the vegetation. And they don't like to move real far. And in this uh, book, Stockmanship and Range Health, they acknowledge that that's, that's a problem. But there are methods that they recommend that can be different. So this area has developed to have grazing as a part of it. If you think about all the bison that were here in the western half of the United States, uh, Utah, Idaho, there was a lot of bison. And there was a lot of herbivores. And they were just constantly... And so these plants have evolved and adapted to be able to be grazed multiple times and so grazing is an important part of the range one of the things that that they've shown in range if you reduce the amount of if you reduce the amount of grazing to basically not allowing any cattle on there you start to get uh, a monoculture because these plants are competing and they start out competing each other and then all of a sudden one plant starts to dominate and the others start to go away. So you need it to be grazed. But the other problem is you also don't want to overgraze it because that can also cause the same problem. And so you just need to have the right amount. Researchers, after studying multiple methods, researchers believe that, that it can take more the range can take more cattle than what's being currently put on there. But the one thing it needs, if we are going to put more cattle on there, it, it needs a little bit more help uh, in the fact that it, there needs to be more riders. So you can, a lot of these uh, tracts of land are 10,000 10, acres or plus, and we put the cattle out on the range and then we walk away. And then you'll have one guy riding around just checking, making sure everything looks good every day. And these cattle spread out. 
But what they're saying is you need to actually keep the group a little more tight bunched than what you've allowed them to do. And you need to keep them moving instead of allowing them to sit because the land hasn't evolved to allow animals just to sit in one place. There was predators and there was just timing of the seasons and they were following that green up and they were just constantly on the move. But when they're allowed to sit, it creates problems. So you need more riders and this is going to cost a little bit more money because now you have to pay for another rider. But you can also probably, depending on your management style, you can bring in more cattle if uh, who you're leasing or where you're getting your land lease from it allows you to bring more cattle on. But it's going to be a little bit more man intensive. You're going to have to keep these cattle bunched up and you're going to have to push them away from water. But the one thing that's interesting about this book, when it's talking about pushing them away from water, it makes it very clear the distinction between shoving them off of water versus guiding them off of water. These cattle are going to sit on the water and what you do is you grab the cattle and you start to push them to an area that you want to graze. And then you sit there with the cattle in the area that you want to graze and the cattle will calm down. And they're less likely to walk back to a river when you use this method of just letting the cattle sit. Researchers believe that what, they, what they're looking for is that place of comfort with no stress. So if you push the cattle to an area and then you sit with them, de-escalate that stress that they're feeling, all of a sudden they're now content, they're more likely to stay in that area versus if you just push them, get them to the area, and then leave them. And that will keep those cattle in that area. So when you can start to employ that method you're going to have a healthy range. You're going to have less issues with cattle. And the only thing I can't control at that point is the farts. Like cattle are going to fart. But I'm sure bison farted. And we didn't complain when there was millions of bison on the range. So I don't know. I can't help you there. But there are a way, there are ways to coexist with cattle and range and have a healthy healthy range management plan using cattle for grazing. All right, you guys, have a great day. Stay wild.